0: You are listening to WHUP... <clears throat> you are listening to WHUP, L.P. Hillsborough. My name is Gilbert Neal, and this is D sides, Orphans, and Oddities. How are you? I am just getting over a, a very profound cold. And a, a bunch of other things happened this week, but I won't get into it because I am a professional. And as such, I will not... to soil your sensibilities with my detritus. Suffice to say, we have a soup song, a, a tad of really, really awful stuff and some neat stories that happened in the late 60s and early 70s featuring Paul Revere and the Raiders, some solo stuff, From not Paul Revere. Jimmy Webb, from a soundtrack that he did in 1973 that you have never heard of, uh, from a movie you've never seen, from a book that my friend Rick has read. He knew it right away. He is so cultured compared to me. But first, we're going to play you some uh, miscellaneous tracks by some bands you've never heard of, as well as a band that was ABC Records' answer to Cream. You remember the cream, right? The Eric Clapton and the Jack Bruce and the Ginger Baker. Well, ABC Records thought they had their answer. They did not have their answer, but I'm going to play you uh, some songs by them and some other interesting stories on this week's episode of D-Sides, Orphans, and (laughs) Oddity.
1: on the way
0: The sounds of Bert bacharach from 1967 a song called Lisa from his album Reach out before that we had the briarcliff strings and voices with their version of the pop classic by the Beatles I want to hold your hand from 1966. Bradcliffe's strings and voices were session musicians and singers who compiled hits of the day and recorded them in their own style. I've played many of those songs on my show, and I know you've heard many record companies trying to cash in on the hits of the day by trying to fool unwitting parents, but I digress. Before that, we heard Bob Kuban and the In-Men with their version of the Beatles hit Drive My Car from 1966. You'll remember that Bob Kuban and the In-Men had a hit the previous year with a song called The Cheater. Very peppy, very catchy number, but the band itself didn't have any more appreciable hits after that. No, they didn't. Before that, the band I opened up the conversation with, Eden's Children with Awakening from 1968. You know, the funny thing about ABC Records is they actually tried to start a kind of zeitgeist in the press by referring to the lead singer Richard Shambach as Sham, asking fans to do the same, but. It didn't catch on, they recorded two albums, and then they were finished. However, on D sides, Orphans, and Oddities, with your host, Gilbert Neal, they're not finished at all. I'll be playing some more of their music. I hope you don't mind. Before that, the Australian Playboys with Black Sheep, R.I.P. from 1967. They were called the Australian Playboys because... There was already an American group called the Playboys with Gary Lewis, Jerry Lewis's son. And I'm sure that had they continued to steal the name unexpurgated, they would have had their fingers and toes broken. My name is Gilbert Neal. This is D-Sides, Orphans and Oddities on WHUP FM 104.7. Hope you're enjoying tonight's show. I've got more rarities to come, but now here's some more Eden's children. Now, listen carefully to the third song called Stone Fox. This was possibly their two album, Nadir, possibly the worst song of their careers. I think it is. And then after that, we'll talk about the meat of the show, the, the zeitgeist that I will try to create for you. Anyway, on we go...
1: the zenith where the strings are stretched out tight is it insight or insane if the way is etched in fright when your soul sails disappearing upon a brilliant sea to truth the door of unity to which love's the only key then just let go just let go you'll have nothing to want Have no one to be Bend with the wind And let your mind be free Except the things you see Outside all the patterns Outside the bands that gird Standards have dissolved You cease to think in words With progressive knowledge you'll find that wisdom wanes taking it all in if you can't come back again then just let go just let go you'll have nothing to want have no one to be bend with the wind and let your mind What's the dude?
2: have there now the whole world will soon be in their hands Yes, the whole world will soon be in their hands
0: Maybe we should listen to the young folks. <sighs> we started that set with... Eden's children, just let go. And then invitation, and I did warn you, it was going to be awful, Stone Fox, which was some sort of attempt to approximate the power trio of cream and the lyrical sensibility, if not sincerity, of Jimi Hendrix. And you just heard Fred Weller. Fred Weller with Listen to the Young Folks. Fred Weller started his career in 1967 as lead guitarist in one of my favorite bands, Paul Revere and the Raiders. He penned their 69 hit, We Gotta All Get Together. Now, I'm not sure why, but they recorded two versions of the song. One in 1969, and one in 1970. I think, and I think you'll f- agree with me that the 1970 version is the superior with the better band. <laughs> My name is Gilbert Neal. This is D-Sides, Orphans, and Oddities on WHUP. Now, this set I'm going to play to you now has some real garbage. But I want you to pay attention to the last song, which will be a melody that you are familiar with. People of a certain age were taught almost from the very day they started in public education, this particular song. And it's been recorded in various forms by many artists over the years, but it's a traditional melody that originated in France. And after I play it, I'm going to play something else that I've played on my show before, and then I'll tell you the story. So get ready, some of this is really, really bad. I'm sorry. Sort of.
3: The sky was blue. And down the street, the ice wagon
4: flew. My boat was hit when somebody screamed. You should have. (laughs)
3: Ha <laughs> Suffered a resurgence. Hot cheapest chop suey. Sky high and it's gooey. What's the price on bacon? More than what you're making. We're sky high. Sky high, my.
0: So, I know you a word of explanation about that. We started that set with Gary Wilson, Chromium Bitch from 1980. Now, if this was my radio station I would break the law and I would say turn off your song identification software and if you can tell me who that was that sang Who Do You Love by Bo Diddley I would give you money or something but that's illegal and I'm not going to do it but for your edification, that was Hamilton, Joe, Frank, and Reynolds off of their album Fallen in Love, which is just awful. In 1975, Hamilton, Joe, Frank, and Reynolds released Baby, Baby Fallen in Love. I'm falling in love again. And that song made it to number one in the United States. It is the only song to reach number one that was released by Playboy Records. Yes, Playboy Records. Hugh Hefner's baby, I guess, to launch Barbie Benton's career. Uh, next, you heard Hot Chocolate with Walking on the Moon. Hot Chocolate was the band that had hit many hits in the 70s. Oh, I'm not feeling too well. First, they had uh, rem. Um. I believe in miracles since you came along, you sexy thing. And then they had, uh, Everyone's a Winner. they were pretty big in the United States. But then something happened. I think it was either punk rock or disco or something, but... Their version of Walking on the Moon just seems really strange to me because the song itself, when you hear the original, has nothing to do with love or affection or anything. But this hot chocolate version, he opines, baby, you make me feel like I'm walking on the moon. I just don't know. Now what you just heard was Hudson and Pickett sky high market from 1976. People of a certain age will remember and people of certain age who don't even know, will remember that around Halloween time, every year you hear the same songs and one of those songs is the monster mash, which was recorded by Bobby Boris Pickett. Well, along comes a guy named Bob Hudson, who was a radio DJ in Erie, Pennsylvania, who had been recording with various comedy partners. There was Hudson and Landry with Ron Landry. There was Hudson and Judson with some dude named Hudson. Hudson. With some dude named Judson. Sorry. And then there was the comedy stylings of Hudson and Pickett from 1976. They released an album called The Holly Weird Squares. Now, I know that I'm no judge of humor, but I can tell you, I listened to this entire record and there was not one thing remotely funny about any of it. But it's obscure, and that's part of the title. So here we have Hudson and Pickett, one of them pretending that they're high, calling a grocery store, asking for the price on everything, which is not how it ever worked. No one ever did that. Not my mom and dad, not me when I was a kid, not me when I was a young adult. I never called for Prices. So I don't know who this was supposed to appeal to, but I can tell you this people of a certain. Well, if you're a fan of this show, you know that a few months back, I played you my vinyl collection, which I'm very proud of because it's most universally poop. And one of the songs was. Freddie Cannon. And the song was called Blank Check Market. And when I discovered this Hudson and Pickett album, I noticed that there was a song that sounded remarkably like this Blank Check Market. And it was the same thing. It was the same fake audience laughs at the wrong times. And it was... I'm going to play it for you. I brought it in today special for you. So let's listen to it. This is from 1981. You know, remember Freddie Cannon had hits with Palisades Park and Cincinnati Woman and uh, Tallahassee Lassie. Things like that.
5: Blank checks market, lots of room to pocket.
6: Give me Myron Blank check.
5: This is Myron
6: Blank check. My red blank check, my red blank check. What's with you? What's with you? How much is your rice now? Double more than twice now. What's a leg of lamb now? If I say you'll scram now. How high's cauliflower? Going up each hour. How about fabric softener? That goes up much oftener. That's high too. That's high too. Your attention, please. Ice we
5: gotta steal on. How
6: much are your noodles?
5: Noodles when I poodles.
6: How about your salt now?
5: Keep it in the
6: vault now. What's important season. Way beyond good reason. Brutal must be brutal. Bet your dipsy doodle. How about bleach for whitening? Absolutely frightening. That's high too. That's
7: high too. Ladies and gentlemen.
6: Worse than alimony. <laughs> What's your price on bacon? Way more than your bacon. <laughs> How high's watermelon? Sky high, but it's selling. She's like Monterey Jack. Not if you want change back. Myron, you're outrageous. These are just first pages. How much is your dog food? Hey, don't make me talk lewd. That's hot, too. <laughs> That's hot, too. Ladies and gentlemen,
7: a reminder, all shoplifters will be prosecuted.
6: Price on cheesecake? Now you're talking heartbreak. You got my arteries hardening. Who promised you rose gardening? <laughs> Do you carry champagne? Only for the insane. Where's your noodle soup now? In the high price group now. Bananas from Honduras. Price to kill or cure us? Your prices are disgraceful. You just said a faceful. Mr. Blankcheck, can't you run a sale somehow?
5: Lady. What do you think I'm running now?
0: Ah, the stinger. And the fake applause. And the fake laughter. So, that was one of the biggest stars of the 60s, Freddie Cannon. And he always brought it. Very enthusiastic. Very genuine. And uh, he just kept lugging away. Anyway, you know, we have a little time left. Let's play the A-side. So this is the A-side.
5: and summers what's been doing what's been shaking what's been brewing we sure miss you entertaining since you've been on TV less we've been abstaining you're so pretty so vivacious super sexy goodness gracious skin that's smoother than a plum pit Gee, how could they take a part like yours and dump it? What the heck's wrong with TV now? All the violence that we see now? The big honchos just don't realize you're the kind of girl next door that we idealize. You're so shapely and voluptuous, soft and creamy, dreamy stuff to us. We remember when you first came. We all said if you were gas, you'd be high octane. <laughs> oh, your precious ruby lips make us euphorious. <laughs> You're supercalifragilistic glorious. <laughs> Suzanne Somers, we adore you. You're our dream girl, we live for you. Don't go amscray, don't go south now. All of us can start a campaign word of mouth now. Tell the networks and the papers we can't live with. Out your capers, you're our sweetheart, luscious honey. And let's face it, you're not talking that much money. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, <clears throat> if you're ever in the market for this sort of thing, it's on Horn Records. <sighs> and both sides were co written by the same guy that did that comedy routine. The uh, Bobby Pickett thing, uh, Hudson, Bob Emperor, Hudson, and uh, Jimmy Haskell. I don't know what that is. All I know is how far the f- how f- how far you fall, you know, when you're at- when you're at the top. My name is Gilbert Neal, and this is D sides, orphans, and oddities on W H U P L P Hillsboro.
8: Of despair T'was there She wandered With her suitcase In her hand Her fate She pondered Only a go-go girl In love With someone Who didn't care She met him On a night so rare When her friends Were there And the band Was grooving How much he would like to meet her How was she to know at the time He would mistreat her In her cage she danced for him Although a hundred eyes were turned her way And before the set was through He knew she would be his loved one girl just in from somewhere
2: when it passes over to the pre-copulatory and copulatory phase privacy is sought and the subsequent patterns of behavior are performed in isolation from the other members of the species as far as is possible right?
7: oh, right what would you do if a vicious enemy suddenly started coming at you armed to the teeth and ready to kill you?
9: Um... A vicious, uh, enemy. Armed... to the teeth? Ready to kill me? Well, the first thing I'd do is throw down my weapon. Then I'd, uh, show him my hands, so that he could see that there wasn't anything in them. Then I would salute so that he would see that uh, my hands were flat out in the open and know that I wasn't making a fist. And, and if that didn't work, I'd, uh, I'd take off my hat. Yeah, I'd definitely take off my hat and make myself very small, as small as I could get. See, I wouldn't want to seem taller than he was. That's why I'd take off my hat. Hmm. Uh, I'd lower my head, I'd lower my body. I'd to be good and submissive. Yeah, um, so is uh, bowing, I think he'd understand a bow, or uh, maybe a curtsy, uh, no, no, uh, definitely ah. a bow. Ah! King's X! That's it, I'd try some baby talk. That shows that I don't mean a lot of harm. Lots of people talk baby talk. Uh, Perhaps if I offered him a chocolate bar. And if he didn't like chocolate, I'd show him a few insecurity gestures to make him think that I was totally incapable. birds do things like that um religion is very appeasing if you know the right uh, lousy religion oh i think i would smile and uh, and laugh and <laughs> i think i would laugh a lot i think i would laugh until i started to cry and fall down prostrate on the ground and, and grovel at his feet <laughs> ah! oh Oh,
10: boy.
7: Sounds sensible. A modicum of caution is required in every soldier.
9: Uh, but, uh, In
7: most disputes, the basic aggressive threat signals are strong enough to put a stop to the dispute without the contestants coming to blows then everybody uses appeasement signals. You have nothing to worry about.
9: But we're not using spears anymore. Weapons have become highly impersonal. they developed to be fired fantastic distances. How the hell's the enemy gonna see my appeasement signals?
7: Look, it's a fair fight. You won't be able to see his either.
0: So, what you just heard was three selections from soundtrack to a movie you've probably never heard, seen. I mean, you've heard it, maybe you haven't seen it. I'm just going to shut up. (coughs) It's been a bad week. So, people of a certain age will remember... Saturday mornings watching a TV show called The Rifleman, starring Chuck Connors. And the role is a trigger happy, bloodthirsty freak. But his son, Mark McCain, was played by the delightful. Johnny Crawford John Johnny Crawford yeah and uh, I could play a I could play a segment or two on Johnny Crawford's discography because he had a few hits in the United States especially in the early part of the 60s where he was somewhat of a heartthrob you know he died recently I didn't do it but about a decade or so after the show ended, he was in a movie called The Naked Ape, which was a partially animated 1973 feature film starring him and Victoria Principal, who people might remember. And the movie was produced by Hugh Hefner based on the popular book, Rick tells me. But I've never seen the movie, but you've never heard the soundtrack. And what you just heard was three cuts from the soundtrack written by Jimmy Webb, who you know as Up, Up, and Away and MacArthur Park and uh, those Glenn Campbell hits. that uh, ennui and uh, existential Americanism that he captivated captured so well before that a selection of songs by a fellow named Jim Valley who was in Paul Revere and the Raiders up until about 1967 they quit because uh He and the other lesser Mark Lindsay members wanted more input, man. Come on, man. I got a song I wrote. I want to put it on the next record. We can't keep dressing up like this. But whatever works, works, I guess. Anyway, you're listening to D Sides Orphans and My name is Gilbert Neal. This is WHUPFM.org, our website. And my podcast, you know, is at uh, dsides.podbean.com. And you can hear a whole bunch of my shows. There's almost 200 now with notes album covers and pictures and stories and things like that. Things that I just can't capture or improvise here on the air like I'm doing now. I like Paul Revere and the Raiders. I especially like their album from 1970 called Collage. I think it's pretty good. I think that when Mark Lindsay took over the production of the band, it started sort of an artistic renaissance, if not a commercial one. And they had uh, the number one hit in 1971. Indian reservation which you all know of course but uh, I'm focused mostly on the solo members anyway I hope you enjoyed this next segment this is uh, an interesting selection you know I was talking earlier about uh, Fred Weller who uh, joined around the same time that Jim Valley quit and uh, Fred Weller went on to have a very successful country music career in the 70s. He, uh, he wrote some songs for Paul Revere and the Raiders, and one of them was the hit, We Gotta All Get Together. <clears throat> and uh, they recorded, like they did with many of their songs, they recorded it twice. I think that uh, the New Blood. And finally, a really, really good drummer and really outstanding guitar player uh, made it pretty viable for Mark Lindsay to want to re-record all those songs again the way he probably imagined them. Because there's nothing as exciting as a live band really playing your songs well. So, let's count up this set. I hope you're having a good time. I really do. Yeah. The MUST like all of the songs that I play for you, even though some of them aren't very good, but they all have artistic merit of some level. No, they all have historic significance. Yeah, that's what it is. Started with Jimmy Webb and his original song, Song Seller" from 1972, which has a swear in it. Mustard stretched out from a snippet on the Beatles' side two to a full-blown song that nobody heard, by Davey Jr. and Guess Who? Now, as you know, I prepared my show from last week all about Burton Cummings and Randy Bachman, well, Randy Bachman, Randy Bachman, but I just couldn't fit the other band called Guess Who? As a sort of additional sonic treat for you. But you should know that in the late 60s, a band called Davey Jr. and Guess Who were big in Belgium. And after that, two versions of Paul Revere and the Raiders, We Gotta All Get Together from 1970, psychedelic, crazy. 1969, a little more Kumbaya, if you will And then the rip-roaring single From the Raiders Song Seller, the Jimmy Webb song Which reached uh, 96 on these shirts 96 And it was all she wrote Two years ago they had a number one song With Indian Reservation now, they couldn't even reach the top 90. How disgraceful. This is Gilbert Neal with Side's Orphans, and Oddities. I hope you enjoyed tonight's show. I'd like to carry on the outro, if you will, the the denouement, the closing action, with my favorite song by the Raiders. Paul Revere and the Raiders. The song is, admittedly, it comes from a different time, but it is about statutory rape. And then, uh, well, I'll just let the nuttiness flow until I get tired of listening to my own prattling, my own murmuring, my own blah, 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 blah. I love you very much. I'll see you next week in one form or another.
7: Yeah, I'm sitting here. I'm Paul Rivera, and I'm sitting here talking to my Raiders, and uh, we're going to go through little questions here. And first question I'd like to ask uh, you fellow Raiders is, uh, I understand we all write music. Uh, yeah. What did, uh, what did you write on uh, Midnight Ride, Fang? our boy, Paul. Well, I'd be really happy to tell you all that. Uh, on our album Midnight Ride, I wrote Get It On with Drake. But on our new album called Spirit of 67, I wrote two songs. One's called Why, Why, Why? The other song is called In My Community. What do you think about that, Paul? Right, that sounds uh, just fab gear, Fang. And now we move over to Harpo. Hey boy, Paul. Harpo, uh, what songs did you write on our new album? On uh, new album I, I uh, wrote, uh, well, I didn't actually get any songs on the new album. Where is our home base? Home base is mostly in 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 our bus. A cute little bus it's all fixed up with grills and curtains and and marked puffs. Uh, Raiders, have we always worn early American costumes? No! No! Uh, How do you dress off stage, Fang? Well, I prefer the the textures and the colors, I like to wear colors and textures. Uh, You prefer fabric uh, material? Oh, of course. Uh, course. Above uh, metal or wood, right? Indubitably. Uh, Mark, uh, how do you dress off stage? Well, I do dress off stage, but I wear skin-tight pants and high-heeled boots and blousey shirts. But there's nothing wrong with me. Harpo, how do you dress off stage? <coughs> I, I, usually, uh, I usually dress in, in, in things that are comfortable. Most of all, I, I love to wear my bathroom. Yes, he does have a very fine bathroom. And it's made I of I brown terry clothes. I all the time. And I, as soon as I get in the motel, I, I, I like take off my clothes I, uh, in, in the bathroom and put on my and then And then I feel free. Uh, Raiders, uh, do you like the mini skirts, the pants suits for girls, and do you like to see girls with short or long hair? Huh? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Uh Raiders, uh, what do you think? Uh, who has influenced us most, uh, individually or collectively? Oh well, there's no doubt about it. Individually has more influence than collectively. Well, no, I no, think no, no. I think collectively had a great soft shoe routine. give me that old He was great. Okay. Who are your favorite composers, Fang? Oh, I have several. I like Charles Ives, and I like Claude Debussy, and I like all the current composers of music. They influence us, of course. Oh, of course. Uh, who is your favorite composer, Mark? I like a lot of the old, old masters in the period of time Fang mentioned, and also uh, I like uh, Dylan, and of course uh, that great team, Lennon and McCartney, and, uh, and I'm not doing so bad these days. Have you made any far-range range plans for the future, Fang, and what might they be? Of course I have. Of course I have. I, I plan on living a lot. What about you, Mark Lindsay? I plan on writing a lot of songs and becoming a dramatic actor of great prominence. Clean. What about you, Harpo? Well, I, I want to write a lot of songs to, to promote love and peace and warmth, and, and, I, and I also just want to live live all all I can and, and maybe live to be 900 years old before I finally float away. Clean. What about you, Smitty? Uh, I think I'll help uh, Harpo's speech impediment. Uh, My plans, uh, this is Paul, uh, for the future, is uh, just just grow very old and become a great-great-grandfather, please. Thank you very much.
2: Baby, you look good tonight, and you've got to make me feel good on your mind. You fix dinner early, cause you like to keep me happy all the time. You look like an angel, but the devil taught you how to love a man. And when I need some loving, you know you've got it right there in your hand. Sexy lady, you can make me happy. Sexy lady, you got what I need. Sexy lady, let me run my fingers through your hair when I'm hungry, you know where I feed You've got what most men go looking for And spend their bottom dollar on But I don't have to search for love I've got all I can handle here at home And when I see that special look You give me when it's time for bed at night all my troubles disappear the moment I turn out bedroom light. Sexy lady, you can make me happy. Sexy lady, you've got what I need. Sexy lady, let me run my fingers through your hair. And when I'm hungry, you know where I feed. Sexy lady. Lady, you've got what I need Sexy lady, let me run my thing
10: Thought it would last for the rest of our lives.
1: How it goes. Millions of people living as foes. Maybe it's not too late.
2: You sure are all sleeping sound? Your hands are very cold. Is something wrong? There are so many things I meant to.
6: Streaming live at
11: 104.7,
5: 104.7 FM,
6: WHUPLP.